Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Busy Doing Nothing Podcast. Welcome to Busy Doing Nothing. I'm your host, Rona. And it me, Diana G. <laughs> oh my gosh, you did the new intro. <laughs> you were a little bashful now. <laughs> what is, who are you? <laughs> um, okay, today I have some more gratitude-esque topics to talk about. Oh, 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 more as Wait, well. We talked about gratitude. <laughs> when did that yeah, conversation right. happen? You're right. Okay, it's starting today. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the New Year's is coming up. It's my favorite holiday. New Woo. Year, new me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just wanted to talk about the idea of New Year's resolutions, like any New Year thoughts that we have, like what energy are we bringing into the New Year, and I want to talk about gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so I guess we can start with gratitude, if that's okay with you. Okay. Um, I don't know, my dude. I've just been, like, living my life, okay? And this year, okay, I'm going to, like, tie it in with the New Year's thing, but every year, and I've told you this, we've we've done this for years. We have a theme for each year. Yeah, we, we've Instead done this. This, of, this has been a fun thing we do every year. Yeah, and instead of New Year's resolutions, we do themes. So, like, what kind of theme do you think next year will be? But usually you don't know until the end of the year. Right. So, every year I try to do, like, oh, usually it's, like, character development because, I mean, every year, every year <laughs> technically is. But Some character development. Yeah. We've had, like, character development. We've had uh, adventure-esque types of years. Um like gaining more we've confidence. Had, yeah, we've had some healing years. Well, actually, I feel like this was my first true healing year. Uh, like the theme of this year. Junior healing year. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Junior level healing. And then today is senior level healing. <laughs> You've leveled up. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. But um, yeah, I, I was, I don't know, just. I used to really be into New Year's resolutions and then the other day I had a conversation with my friend and I asked her if she had any New Year's resolutions and she said, I don't really like to box myself in with goals like that because then it stresses me out and I put this unnecessary pressure on myself to do this in a timeline and it's just not for me. Yeah. I that was really good. Yeah. That's why I, I like the – I agree with that. Yeah. And that's also why I think we like the themes of the year. Yeah. I mean, at some point, we were all about the lists. We were obsessed with the lists. That was I think, insane. 
I, I didn't do a single thing on that list though when I made those New Year's resolutions. Yeah, no, I neither did I. Thing. And that's why I stopped doing them eventually because then I'd be like looking at them and be like, oh, I didn't do that. Or like I'll write things that like I was already going to do anyways. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, it's not that exciting that I did that because I knew I was going to do that. Like kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's like there's really no point. And, and at the end of the year, the things that you had on that list, you end up doing other things anyway. Like mm-hmm. life comes at you and you don't know what's going to happen and you just got to exactly. adapt and you got to. Got to roll with the punches, and it's not always what you're planned. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. so I stopped making lists as well a while ago. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of use this. Um, I told her this actually. I was like, "Yeah, I kind of feel that like when someone's like, hey, I want to lose fifty pounds.' That's a goal, right? But uh-huh. it, you're like, I want to lose fifty pounds in like whatever. That works for a lot of people, but for some other people, it doesn't work. So instead of saying, "I want to lose fifty pounds." It's a mindset shift that you should do instead. So it's like, instead of saying that, you should say, I'm an athlete. Hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, so another one is, I want to write a book. That's a goal, right? But a lot of people won't actually, when they say, I want to write a book, they won't write the book. So what you should say is, I'm an author. Mm -hmm. That's the mindset shift of this is my lifestyle now, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I really liked that. It's just such a small change and it like makes such a big difference. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so I'm kind of thinking of stuff like that or just things that I want to improve upon in the future, not just the next year, you know, but like even starting from today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just thought we could discuss some of those goal not goals, yeah. those things. That we had in mind. I think it's okay to call them goals. It's just, yeah. I think it's okay not to, I sorry, I think it's okay to call them goals. I don't think it's okay to stress yourself out and force yourself to complete them within a timeline, mm. especially if they're like goals that may arch over a few years and like yeah. aren't reasonable to be completed within a year. And then you're just stressing yourself out that it's not done in a year, you know? Totally. Like that's not okay. That's not cool. That's not fun. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I have a few goals and some things that I expect How dare to you. <laughs> no, How dare you have like, a goal? No, no, I have a few things that are, like, happening next year. I feel like the theme for me, at least for next year, is going to be, mm-hmm. like, kind of um, – because I'm trying to buy a house mm-hmm. in, this it, econ- in this economy. <laughs> so I think I'm – I next year for me is looking like I'm going to be making – quite a few sacrifices, cutting back, you know, Mm -hmm. changing my lifestyle a bit and aiming for that goal. So I think like my next year is going to be focused on like that big end line of trying to, trying to get that money. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to be trying to save. I'm trying to like optimize my spending, you know? Yeah. So that's like my, that's the goal I'm, Oh, your next year's next. That's theme. The theme. Your next the theme year's theme is I'm I'm kind clipping. of saving, huh? Your next year's theme is coupon clipping. Oh my god, stop! <laughs> coupon clipping, extreme no, cheapskates. <laughs> no, I think wow. No, I think my theme is to, is like I'm gonna be working on a few sacrifices that I hope will pay off. That's yeah, cool. it's, that's the theme. Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah. Um, I had a couple for myself as well. Yeah. Um, 
I want to, and it's a lot of like internal stuff, I think, but I really want to focus on setting boundaries, mm. setting like healthy boundaries. And like, Ooh, because I, I like think the <laughs> end, yeah, I think the end of this year and very recently has taught me like enough is enough. I think I like the universe will keep bringing you things and like, things get harder and harder until you learn the lesson where they'll like just slap you in the face with it, you know? Mm. And I think I got slapped around <laughs> at the end of like a couple times this year because I didn't set my own boundaries. So I'm sick of being slapped. <laughs> yeah, that's not I'm, fun. Yeah, I have Stop just, getting slapped, dude. <laughs> I know. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for the next year, I – and you know what? I'm – all of the things in your life, the like difficult things that like me getting slapped around by the universe um, has taught me so much. So I'm grateful for that, that now into like from here on out, I've recognized, okay, these are my boundaries. So I think I'm going to take like 30 minutes, um, probably tonight actually, and like write down boundaries that I have mm-hmm. so that I have it as a visual of like, okay, this is a boundary Because I think sometimes we don't take the time to ask ourselves, what is a boundary I have, right? Like what is okay and what is not okay? So I think when I'm in these situations that, you know, you don't, you can't predict human interaction. So sometimes I think I get confused. And if I'm confused, of course, I'm not going to be setting my boundary and like communicating my boundary correctly in a healthy manner. So the other person is also not going to know my boundary, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I think for me, the exercise I'm going to be doing is writing each boundary or like, you know, obviously there will be new ones as time goes on, but just as many as I can think of and having that as a list for myself. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, especially if you've had a past of maybe not always defending your own boundaries and then regretting it. That's it's a very good exercise in. Yeah. And knowing what to look out for in the future. Exactly. Yeah. So I really wanted to focus on that. And then yeah, I like that. Um I mean the other ones are kind of like facing your feel fears and like being okay with being uncomfortable. Of mm-hmm. obviously not to an unhealthy extent, you know, where I'm yeah. like getting burnt out and I'm like pushing myself too hard. But I, you know, I'm always into like self-improvement. So I really wanted to do more like public speaking or like trying new hobbies. And I want to focus on being more present Hmm. and also working on- You don't think you're present? You know, I think my mind is in a bunch of places at all times. And I've been Uh, more conscious of recognizing when I'm not present. Ah, okay. So I've been getting better at it. But I remember there was a time, even when I was with you for Thanksgiving, um, my mind was on work, remember? Oh, and I yeah, was obviously distracted. Yeah. So I yeah, think in <laughs> never mind. Yeah. In situations <laughs> like that, I get way in my head about like, okay, I should be doing this. I could be doing this. And I'm like stress laxing. Yeah. It was because you've got all these things on your plate. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing You're at a buffet me- line and you keep stacking <laughs> up on the food. Yeah. You know, you said an amazing analogy once when I was having a really shitty time. You said you have so much on your plate that, you know, it's okay if you spill some food sometimes. Yeah. 
and I screenshot that because it really like stuck out. Did to you me. really? Oh, I did. Yeah, I was having. I don't know. It was like a really bad. Well, I mean, I, I mean, some shit had gone down, and I was just having a really bad reaction. Yeah. And you said that it was very like, okay, yeah, you're right. I can just breathe. It's fine. Everything's going to be fine, you know? Breathe in. So. Breathe out. Yes. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of breathing exercise recently. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It's helped a lot, I feel. You know, because um, the first thing that happens when like your – what is it called? Your system kicks in to like panic. Your breathing is the first thing that changes. So when you control yeah. your breathing – it really like relaxes your state. Mm-hmm. So I've been really yeah, enjoying doing that, that. Fight or flight or fight, you know. Yeah, I'm so. very easily put into fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And so breathing, <laughs> being present, and yeah, it helps realizing. Regulate a little. Yeah, I, you know, one thing that I've been telling myself is if I notice that I'm a little panicky or like in a bit of a fight or flight, I will stop and like consciously out loud tell myself, you're safe. Like really? Yeah. Like I've been doing that. Like, cause sometimes I'll just be like, Oh, I don't know. Like I, something's like coming over me. I'm like, okay, like think about it in this moment at the very present moment, not thinking in the future, in the past or whatever has happened at this moment, I'm safe. Nothing is happening to me. I'm not being attacked. I'm not like, you know, I have clothes. I have like food. I have house. (laughs) It's all good. You know? So that's another thing that I've been like telling myself. Um, but yeah, the, the last thing that I really want to focus on, because I don't want to do too many things. I think these are just mm-hmm. some core things I want to work on is being more vulnerable. Oh. To like new people. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because I, I know you as a very vulnerable person who like you share so much of like your inner thoughts openly very often. <laughs> Yeah, I think when I tell you, or actually when I tell a lot of people, they're very surprised by this because online, um, I'm very open. I will like talk about my life and like the hardships that I've overcome and like my inner thoughts and like do paragraphs on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, But I find that when I'm meeting people one-on-one, I have a lot of walls up. And I've been consciously trying to break that down because I think the energy I give out is mirrored back to me and mm-hmm. i think specifically i'm speaking about like romantic relationships sure oh okay, okay. yeah i sure. i'm very for some reason i think you know i don't we're know not I, in a romantic relationship <laughs> you and i i don't know that's not us <laughs> you and i have known i thought we were a two for one deal <laughs> we are we are um but I, I maybe it's like males i should say oh, okay I think when it comes to men, I'm a lot – and I don't want to – I don't want to say like one bad experience ruins everything, but I definitely find that I'm – with new people, it takes me some time to defrost, and I think that's a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but I think I'm gatekeeping my personality, and I I don't know. I feel like someone said this to me. They said – if you have all these walls up, I think a lot of people are missing out on your personality because they're making these judgments of like, oh, you're like not that interested in me or you're not cold, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. I could come off that way when really I'm I'm kind of silly goofy. <laughs> yeah, she's silly goofy girl. She's silly goofy girl. 
She kind of dumb. <laughs> Just so, a little bit sometimes. Not yeah, always. But, but I thought, you know, that was a really good insight that they gave me. Because I was like, you know, you're kind of right. Like, why? I, I think so many people do this where they're scared to be who they really are and show who they really are in their real real thoughts, etc. But why? You know, like, why am I scared? And I think being vulnerable is so scary, but it's not yeah. a weakness. And I think I don't know, when I see someone who's authentically themselves, I'm like, wow, they're so brave and so strong and I want to be like that. So I think we need to be whatever person we want to see in the world. So I just want to lead with that example and be like, yeah, I'm also authentic to who I am, you know? Yeah. That is I mean, I can see why you would think of yourself as a little more – um, not willing to be vulnerable because you are such like an empathic person like you do catch on to like energies or vibes so much so I it would be understandable why you protect that a little more because it mm-hmm. probably hurts a little more when things go negatively yeah I but I definitely feel like I there's, there's got to be some balance yeah because yeah. you were just saying earlier too like you know you have to choose when you let things affect you mm-hmm Right. I think that's what you said. Is that what you said? <laughs> Something like that. It's basically like the idea that like if if you're someone who is affected by who's who's empathic and feels it feels bit much empathy for the plight of others, you can't you know, it's gonna be really rough for you if you go around the world and feel empathy for every bad thing that you see. That there has to be some kind of I don't want to say wall, but there has to be some kind of balance between what you would choose to accept empathy for and what you say, you know what, I can't, I can't get involved in this one because it's too much or it's, you know, I don't have the capacity for it or, you know, it, you don't have to have capacity for all the hurt that you see in the world kind of thing. That's really interesting that you said that to me because I don't know, when I was younger, we used to say I was a psychopath. <laughs> We used to be like, you're so cold and calculating. You're like a robot. And now, like, years later, it's kind of like, oh, that was just a front. <laughs> no, dude, I've been telling you this for years that you, like, <laughs> you, Wait. You, you, yeah, because you, you do this thing where you're like, I don't have feelings. I don't, like, I don't like blah, blah, blah. I don't, like, I have no emotions. And then, like, you'll be crying in the Target because you see Sonic. Like, I don't... <laughs> You gotta you know? call me out like that. You gotta call me out like that, though. Right. Sorry, it wasn't Target. It was Sephora. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but yeah. like, it's it's like you've I I know you have emotions because I've seen you be very emotional about very like seemingly random things or things that like I thought you weren't emotional or you didn't have feelings about that anymore or something. And then like I accidentally make you cry by bringing up like an go ex. ahead, go ahead, <laughs> tell that story, asshole. <laughs> You, you bitch you bitch how dare you dude because you that one, like, wait that one's too raw okay okay i'm sorry no you can tell that story if you want it's hilarious i mean okay so from my perspective you had broken up with this guy it's it's like been around a year at that point you had vehemently we we been telling me that you're like i'm done i'm done like this is it like i so i was taking your word for it okay 
I was taking your word that you were done, that you were over it, that you were moving on, that you were ready for the new, like we were, we were freshmen in college. We were like eating at, at like the food hall or something. And I like, in my mind, I was like, yeah, she's moving forward. She's living a different life. It's like, she's all good. So I like made a joke about like how shitty this ex was. And you started crying in the middle of the cafeteria. Yeah. And I felt <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I felt so bad. I, I didn't think you were so affected by it, but no, it's because you do this thing where you're like, oh, I have no emotions. I, I, and then I believe you because I take things at face value. I'm not going to – I'm not the kind of person to sit here and mull about it over and over again, and I know you are. No, I know I now. Realized, I know now no. that you are. Back then, I didn't really have that notion that that was what you were doing. Well, I have this bad habit back in the day where I'm like breaking it finally where I would hold in – and like push down my emotions. But the more you mm-hmm. push down your emotions, I wasn't dealing with it and I wasn't feeling it. And like I yeah. didn't – when you told me a really long – like this year actually, you told me you need to feel your emotions instead of logically finding solutions to not feel that emotion. Yeah. And that didn't make sense to me at the time. Today, it makes sense to me. Does it really? Yeah. Are you proud? Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. No. I – no, because – I, I remember I think, having such a hard time explaining because you were asking me, like, how do you deal with your emotions? Like, I don't know, dude. I just feel them. Yeah, and I was I so confused. I was like, what do you mean way. you feel them? I remember asking. I was like, what do you mean you feel them? And you were like, what? <laughs> um, it's an emotion. You feel it, you know? At the time, um, I don't know. I think when people tell me things, the one really good trait that I have that I'm proud of, and my mom has mm-hmm. said this about me too, she's like, you oh. really listen to what people say when they're giving you feedback, like about anything. And yeah. you really, truly think about it, yeah. you know? And you're not just going to brush it off like, oh, what they said doesn't matter. Like, I think every single thing that someone has said to me about my character, my personality, etc. Like things that I, I want, I want to be better. You know, I want to improve. I want to make people around me feel good too. Yeah. So for me, I really want to think about what they say, you know? And so that really stuck with me for (laughs) up until now, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think recently I had this scenario where I consciously let myself feel the emotions more in the beginning, like as they were coming up and like told myself, okay, I'm going to identify this emotion and like just if I want to cry, I'm going to cry. If I just want to be alone, I'm going to be alone. If I'm like upset, I'm going to let myself be upset. Uh And I feel like I recovered pretty fast like because of that. But then I also – it was also because like this – another like person that I saw like – I saw that they were pushing their emotions down and like not dealing with things and it didn't make sense to me. And then Mm -hmm. I recognized that's what I was doing. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. Like, of course, if they're pushing their, like everything down and just acting happy, like you're you're not really happy. Yeah. You know, you're bottling up and then that's like internally hurting you. And like, I think when I saw it manifested in that person, it like, kind of clicked you're able to recognize it yeah yeah and I was like that's what I was doing so like that person like everyone is like oh my gosh sorry I know this was not meant to be a conspiracy theory episode (laughs) but I truly believe everyone you meet in your life is a different version of you at a different point in time right Hmm. 
I think I've mentioned this to you. Like, um, sometimes I'm like, okay, I, I met this person and they remind me of me when I was in college and like they are about to grasp this concept, but not yet. You know, they're gonna get it though. And I wanna help them along the way, but I can't speed that up. But it, or like maybe in a couple years, I'm like, oh, I see myself in this person. Like you see yourself in a little bit of everyone you meet, right? Sure. Like maybe their problem with opening up or like the fact that they have walls or that they're trying or like they're so like excited about this opportunity. They're like naive about it or something, right? Like so many different versions of you. Because truly in this world, you could be anyone you want it to be. You could be anything you want it to be. Okay. Like you – okay, here's the theory. It's called the egg theory, I think. And basically – Is there a chicken involved? No, unfortunately. <laughs> but basically the conspiracy idea, idea is that you are – reincarnated every single time you die into a different person like to every single person in the entire world until you reach your like true form which is like an omnipresent god but you have to learn from each version of you so like when people say oh i i see myself in that person it's because you actually are that person at some point like in some like the next life or the past life whatever and it's kind of like you could – like if you really wanted to, you could be – I'm just going to use this as an example, an extreme example. Like you could be Hitler. You have it in you. You know what I mean? You have it in you to be Marilyn Monroe. You have all of these different talents and abilities and like darkness good and, and good. Yeah. And so really you could choose to be whoever you wanted or – you know, so I just thought that was really interesting. <laughs> Where did you hear this? Literally last night with my friends. <laughs> really? And it was perfect because we were talking about conspiracy theories and reptiles and <laughs> the reptile people. And um, I was talking about how I see myself in other people. And like I recognize recently like some things that either I want to change or some things that I like, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like. They brought this theory up and I was like, you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> That's I was funny. like, so are you telling me I'm an omnipresent God and you are me and oh I am you? And true, no, like, no, and I, I feel like deep oh, down, not this, not a rabbit hole. I see it. I see the no, rabbit hole. You're no. going for it. No, <laughs> come back. Um, Jim Carrey has said this, but he was like, I am the universe and the universe is me. We mm-hmm. are bringing, like, we are this experience together, all of us. And that resonates with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Every, like, we manifest this experience, this human experience. And so I'm just like, I'm tripped out, man. <laughs> Stop. I'm not even on drugs. I'm just like this, you know? You know, I kind of agree and I kind of disagree with that theory. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're not like yeah. you're you're the person who grounds me. I just like playing with these <laughs> ideas. I'm not 100 percent like, oh, the reptiles are taking over. I don't. Oh no, I know, like and that. I like having these conversations with you. That's why we do what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. What we do, but I like to play around with the idea. Like, ooh, maybe. Well, yeah. Like, I am what? everyone, and everyone is me. <laughs> exactly. I am the simulator and the simulatee. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, I, I do. Th- I do think that emotions are universal experiences that, like, if you look, you're gonna find parallels in other people of emotions because they're universal. Mm-hmm. So in that manner, I think yeah, that's it can be true in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, whether you ex- believe in reincarnation or not, I think emotions are universal. So if you look. For, like, if you see someone having a hard time and you recognize that you've had a hard time as well, then, yeah, that's a version. That's, like, an emotion that you felt before. That's something that's universal, something that you could also, like, get, you know, share wisdom upon whether they accept that or not. Or, you know, mm-hmm. you can help people out or you can see it within yourself. Like you said, you can find that reflection and be like, you know, I don't I don't like that. Maybe I should change that. I do. I do mm-hmm. think that that's. That has some validity to it. Well, damn, Diana, you didn't have to logic me like that. Like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, I no, wanted no, sorry, to think sorry, about the omnipresent God. God. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you just can you just be like my other friends and be like, you are the Messiah? You know what I mean? No, I hear that from you too much. I gotta ground you. <laughs> my my friends, um, some of my friends, they love they really come to me, like truly, and I'm not just saying this, you know what I mean? Like they really like do this. They come to me for life advice and like what will happen. And I mean, I'm younger than them <laughs> and I'm younger than both of them, like the, the people that do this. And when I give them like my thought process, because they're both feelers, I think maybe. And so they're uh-huh. not used to like having someone like me with my perspective, like kind of like how we have different perspectives. It's just like, oh, yeah. I didn't know you thought like that, you know? Mm-hmm. They are I mean, always... I think. Uh huh. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh no, they. And so when I like spit my knowledge on them, or like, was they're like, you're, you're like 160 years old. Like, you are so wise. You are the Messiah. You are all knowing, wisdom seeker. You know. And I'm like, whoa, thank you. Keep telling me that. <laughs> See, I think it's a little hard to think of someone as a Messiah and or the source of wisdom when you have seen them cry over Sonic and have sneezed on them. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but I don't think you're the Messiah. <laughs> this is why you are my equal. <laughs> oh my god. You sneezed on a god. Did you know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do this to me like that. <laughs> well, I hope they don't listen to this episode because that's going to really put things into perspective and I want them to keep calling me the Messiah. So, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie-doo. Yeah, I don't know. That's just I, where I, I had I another did. thought, but oh I, yeah, but then, that, but then that sneezing thing came into my head, and now I can't. Now I don't know what I was gonna say. So oh no, I want to know bed. all your thoughts. Aww, baby girl, baby girl. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that your friends think you're like a hundred sixty year old wise person, mm-hmm. because like, you know, I've, I've sneezed on you. I don't think you're I don't think you're the Messiah, but I think your mom is. <laughs> she is wise. I've said this and I'll say it again. She is wise beyond her years. You know, I feel like your mom is the source of wisdom. So I don't know. So maybe maybe you my, have a little bit of that in you. I think I do have that in me. It's it's <laughs> your mom. A god born um birth of God. <laughs> Can I say? No, I just because <laughs> um, I there's been situations where you're like my mom will trying, call trying to get advice and she she will call it out like this it happens exactly as she says and i'm just in awe of your mom's i don't powers. know if i'm doing a self-fulfilling prophecy though with what my mom says 
Oh. You know what I mean? No, here's the thing. Like, my mom said it's going to happen, so I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> well, some, like, she gives me very ambiguous answers sometimes where, okay, like, with my agency in the past, I was like, what should I do? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, sometimes, like, so, so she doesn't know everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know how to handle does. that situation. But sometimes she'll say something like, this person is going to regret doing this, mm-hmm. like, to you. Or, th- like, it goes the way she says. And, like, literally she said that recently. Like, this person, they're going to have a day. Like, it's going to come to them. It's going to hit them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to regret that. Like, they're going to realize that. You know, and I was like, well, can we speed it up a little? Now we're waiting. <laughs> yeah, can we speed it up a little? But, but yeah, no, some stuff like that's happened in the past where you're like, oh, there's a situation going on. And she'll, like, literally, like – you like, oh, this this is what they're thinking. I can't think of off the top of my head. Yeah, like, me neither. Some of them I are involving can. like boys or something, but uh, I wish I I wish I had one off the top of my head. But it's so it's like it's so accurate and it's like exactly yeah. what happens as, as she says. And I'm like, oh my god. You know, the she the most wise. recent yeah, she is really we call that um her mama power. Yeah, it's her mama power. Um, but she did tell me there's gonna come a day where you realize. I don't have any power. <gasps> no, I know, I know. No, and you know what I said? To, you know what I said to her not too long ago. You know what I said to her? I called her and I was having a conversation with her, and I was like, you know, I think I realized that. <gasps> yeah, because no. there was there was a very specific situation I'm thinking of, and I was like, well, I don't know why I. I mean, at the end of the day, like parents are parents and they're humans. Yeah. And I don't know. I was just like I. I don't know. I, I guess I just realized you're a human. Oh, you know, you're. I mean, yeah. like, still, her her shit is crazy. Um, <laughs> there was. I mean, yeah, what, I there's think that's part that of growing I'm, up. <laughs> yeah, but there's like a couple that I'm trying to think of. That were Damn. Like insane. Let's let's let the next episode of the podcast. <laughs> the Mama Power podcast. The Mama Power episode. Okay. Well. My mom, she did call, like, I don't know, situations of, like, oh, that person will regret treating you like that or they're going to wish they were kind to you or, like, you shouldn't do this. They're going to apologize one day or something. Yeah, and then literally, like, the way she, you know, the way she, like, planned it out. Well, she, did she plan it? I don't know. I don't know if she planned it. Damn. Yeah, maybe she's a manifester. Who knows? Oh, shit. You think she's manifesting my life? Because you know what? When she to said she said when she was pregnant, she told herself she's gonna have a daughter who's beautiful. Aww. And I mean, <laughs> not what to my own part. What? <laughs> You're saying she's not a manifester now? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well, she said I want her to have like she had very specific traits mm-hmm. that she thought of, like so she visualized it. I think. Yo, wait, 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 wait. My mom also had some kind of like visualization of what I was going to look like when I was Oh my god. When she was pregnant with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz like true? Yeah, cuz she was like into her head like um so my mom had this kind of image of me. I think she I don't know if she had a dream, mm-hmm. but she saw a girl. I think it was a dream. She had like a, she saw a girl with like green eyes and curly hair and that was like 
also what my dad had been asking for. <laughs> He's like, wow. I want a daughter that has like colored eyes and then like brown and like curls. And mm-hmm. then that's how like I've got got like hazel, hazel yeah. brown green eyes, and I've got curly, curly hair. That's how it came out. It's me, Diana G. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> cute. Uh, yeah, my mom was like, she wanted a daughter to have a taller nose than her. Ah, and so I do I do yeah it's very distinct like difference than her I like her nose though I always tell her that but yeah I I guess she manifests that we gotta have another episode yeah we gotta have a dedicated episode like once we like we should ask her (laughs) yeah let's ask our moms like things that they've manifested Ooh, ooh, we'll have a mama episode of the pod. You cute. Okay, well, I really like this episode. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What are we grateful for before we end? (laughs) Can I just, like, no, because I I do want to talk about really quickly, if you don't mind. Okay. um, Gratitude, because that was kind of what the idea was to do in this podcast turned into like conspiracy theories and like new year's resolutions that's just how our conversations Um, go yeah but uh recently i don't know i was in like a weird year it was a healing year and i just kind of thought you know i think over the past month when i was in a weird spot i was fixating on the negative and the pain Mm -hmm. when really it's like hey you know what Life is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah, there's some good stuff going on. There's like a shit ton of good stuff going on. Yeah. And like, why are we not more grateful for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I've I've been asking and manifesting for so many things in my life. And then I have them now, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, um, when I first was coming to California, I was like, I want my own house. Remember? Yep. It's like, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I have that now. And it's like, I don't know. I just, not only that, but I have a cat. <laughs> if you can hear him in my podcast, <laughs> he's running around. But yeah, like, I have really good friends. I've met so many people. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just, like, I have my health is back to, like, stabilized again. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's something to be grateful for, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, I need to – I have a gratitude journal, but I think I want to consciously practice more gratitude. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've just been really grateful for a lot of things in my life right now. Yeah. So what about you? <laughs> what are you grateful I mean, for? Are you grateful for me and moi? Yeah. <laughs> we, like we have fun. We have fun. We do. We do. Grateful for our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm just, I think I'm a very lucky person. I'm like, I have a stable job. I've got, you know, I'm able to live a very comfortable lifestyle mm-hmm. and I've got a supporting and loving family and loving friends. So I don't know. I think that's, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of basic stuff, <laughs> but I mean, no, it's, it's basic, but it's something to, it's, you know. It's you should worth, be grateful for the basic stuff though, you know? Yeah, it's it's worth it's it's worth mentioning, I think. It's easy to be grateful for the big wins where it's like, oh, I got yeah. this audition. Oh, thank you, you know, or like, oh, I just booked this, you know, like yay, great, my business is doing great, you know. 
But yeah, yeah. I think it's the small things in daily life that you're like you you forget to be grateful for that mm-hmm. make the biggest difference. You know, because yeah. it's like you you see those things that you're just used to it. You know, I don't know. That's yeah. all I have to say. <laughs> I mean, I could keep going, but I mean, it's like I am grateful for you. Not continue to go on so I can go have dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, I guess we're ending the podcast on a negative note. Thanks to Negative That was negative. I was being grateful. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, wait. I was being grateful. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Anyways, um, we're going to end on that note, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it. Tell a friend and follow me on Instagram and TikTok for more content at Rice Arona or Busy Doing Nothing Pod. Bye.